0: With, all, right. you know,
1: all that in
2: there. <laughs> Before Tyler Thomas decided to disappear into the woods,
0: <laughs>
2: what we we're talking about is basically what we've all—we're all kind of in a season where it's like we're trying to, you know, expand and grow in our lives. We're trying to go to that next level. I know Tyler has interviews that he's doing. Um, Tulen, you—you started a new job recently. Uh, River and I are both in kind of um, uh, for lack of better terms like performance-based environments where it's like you know our ability to be employed depends on the success of the company and you know what we're able to do to drive revenue for the company and it's kind of a weird Mm -hmm. time but it's like as we stay home um, it's going to be really easy and are forced to stay home for the next two weeks it's easy to kind of just settle or like put life on pause and just wait to see like what happens and wait to see you know how it all shapes out and then pick up whatever's remaining and start all over again or then continue it's like we're just like putting our life and our careers and our personal and professional development and all the things we want to grow in in life on hold while this thing figures itself out but it's like we all know that that's not exactly like the right way um, to go about things. So it's like my question, I guess, for the group or for all of us is like, what are you doing to um, ensure that the next two, three, four, six weeks is actually, you know, a time of progress and like next level for your life, whatever that looks like? Whether that's like professionally or like, re- you know, your relationship with God or your relationship with your spouse or your friends um, or just like personal development, whatever. Like, what are you guys doing to actually, like, grow yourself and take yourself seriously and and go to that next level? Uh,
0: For me, I would say um, it came down to, like, asking friends to hold me accountable with Bible study. Um, Just because I can find myself, because I'm not in my normal routine work. This is when I study. This is when I listen to worship. This is my blah, 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 right, with my faith it's, it's work and my TV's on in the background. And so when I'm not working, I'm watching TV when I could be reading or when I'm not working, I'm texting or watching TikTok videos. Um, so I find myself out of the normal right now, obviously. Um, and I had some it's like, Hey man, keep me accountable. Let's start a Bible study together. Um, so we're all in this uh, Bible plan um, together. And we kind of do like this where we just share thoughts about what we read. Um, and I had when I was on lunch today and it was super cool just diving into the word with that I look up to as far as, uh, path go. Uh, but another thing is, is my relationship. Um, we're in a challenging season because obviously we can't see each other. We don't live together. We're not married. We can't spend each night. Tyler can. So, um, sorry, River, but, uh, we can't, we can't see each other as much because, um, we're in quarantine. So, we're challenging each other to um, love from a distance right now, and that's but um, trying to um, ensure each other uh, grows in a way that's like we're still being healthy, we're still trying to, um, you know, love on each other from a distance. Like, I know that sounds weird, but like to understand how we are going to make this next 14 days work, not seeing each other. Um, and that's difficult, but. We're we're growing and it's it's I feel like it's it's healthy for us to not be in that season um and this is a time for just rest um and I'm challenging her to rest a little bit especially since she was so busy with like sport I was busy with like UD young life and work and okay this is time for us to just bow down a little bit and rest but also know where we're headed after this yeah I think that's
3: good. I, I think that um, a lot of it rides on deciding where you want to come out of this.
1: Um, And
3: if you're totally cool with like, Hey, I'm going to play video games and watch Netflix, and I'm going to work from home when I need to work, but I'm going to take long breaks and I'm going to sleep till 10 o'clock. And like, if you decide to do all of that, you, you will do that. Like nobody does that on accident or excuse me, that can be done like pretty easily because there's very little effort that goes into it. But if you decide, Hey, I want to come out of this, like Taylor and I were just talking today. So we've never been on like a good workout plan before. And we always just said like, Oh, we'll go to the gym like a couple of times a week. Um, and usually we'll go Monday night and that's it. And like a lot of our schedule just gets super bogged down. And so We said, well, what is something like, what's something that we could do where, hey, we've got all this time now? So we signed up for one of those like streaming service workout plans. It's 30 minutes a day and it's not a lot, but it's something to get us started. And we know that, hey, if we do this for a month, like, where could we potentially come out of this weird time of we're stuck home and we're stuck not seeing other people? And so we made that decision we're going to commit to this because we know that if we did make the decision to do it then and we kind of lay out the framework for it like nobody nobody gets physically fit on accident nobody ends up in a good financial place on accident nobody advances in their career on accident it's a it's a developed commitment to here's where i want to end up and here's the steps i need to take to get there so for right now we've decided like hey we want to be like more physically active which is kind of the antithesis of where this season is right now. Um, for me, I've decided like, hey, I want to be more committed to my job and more committed to my career advancement. So what does that look like? The work that I need to put in now, um, we've decided we want to eat healthier. What does that mean now? For us, finances has been a big thing for the last year. Um, but what does that look like to continue taking a step forward especially in a time that's really scary to talk about finances so it's it's like all of these things and all these moving pieces and we want to be focusing on individual ones but a lot of it just comes down to where do we want to end up when we come out of this so yeah and I think the biggest thing with with that is is like
2: you mentioned something earlier that you know nothing is by accident in that sense and it's like you know, a friend of mine in college would always say, um, your actions reflect your intentions. And it's like a lot of us think that we have really good intentions, but the, the results of our lives or the action within our lives uh, don't reflect it. And so it's like, if we want to have, for lack of better terms, better intentions, um, we have to have boundaries. So we have to have actual, you know, structure around what we're thinking and what we're saying and, and the actions that we're planning on taking. Um, Because otherwise, it's it's not gonna work. So like for me in this season, my goal is to reduce my screen time by on my phone by 30%, which is in hindsight just be on Instagram for an hour less a day. Because I'm on like social media and like uh, social media apps for like three or four hours a day, and that doesn't even like I, I I never walk away from the end of the day and think or like go to bed at night and think. I was on social media for four hours. and it feels like, wow, well, maybe like thirty minutes. I don't know. I'm, I'm busy. I've got so you know I've got so much other stuff to do. But then at the end of the day, four hours. So like a boundary that I'm setting is I've removed Instagram from my phone every day. Uh, every morning I do until I'm done with work. Then I'll actually allow myself to like because I'm not going to sit at home for six to eight hours a day every day because that's what I literally have to do and not want to be on Instagram. So I download it every day at the end of the day. But it's a boundary that I've set in place. So, in order to enable myself to have the success that I want and essentially see the actions and the results that reflect my supposed intentions. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you like River? I, I, what, what about you? Like, you've got a, a job that has some pretty flex hours around it and it's like a, and pretty flexible schedule. And it sounds pretty fun. You were playing freaking uh, Warzone today. Like, yeah. what are you doing to kind of uh, uh, to challenge yourself and boundaries are you putting in place to, like, really stretch yourself and make the season actually worthwhile?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of cheating a little bit, whereas, like, we're still going in the office because our office is at his house. So I'm still <laughs> going in and, like, seeing him every day and, like, still working yeah. with him. But, yeah, it's different, definitely, because, like, our other coworker worker did, um, like, temporarily get laid off. So I'm taking over her position, like, as a fill-in. So, I mean, that's definitely a push for me is, like, doing two different jobs. Added same. work, yeah. Yeah, added work. Um, but then also, like, just, like, making sure that we're, like, still, like, pushing, like, because in a time like this, like, it'd be really easy for us to, like, throw our hands up and just be like, well, we're not going to get sales because no one wants to buy silicone koozies for drinks in the time of recession. But, like, every day, like, we <laughs> kind of challenge ourselves. I mean, it's true. Like, it's not the first thing I would think of. But we've just been challenging ourselves to, like, find new ways. Like, literally today we were going through our abandoned carts and texting them personally from our phones and like saying like, Hey, saw you abandon this cart. What can we do to like get this transaction going? Or we were looking at the text mm. marketing and like, like just stuff like that, like just really off the wall, like ideas that like literally worked. Like we got three sales out of texting people personally. We only like texted like six. So I mean three for six is a great conversion, but it was just stuff like that. Like we're just constantly like thinking of like what we can do even in a time where like we could easily be like, well, let's kind of just coast and just hope we make it through it. But we're actively challenging each other um, to like really press in and try to find ways that we can still grow in this time. Yeah. but
2: Well, it's, 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 it's that, that aspect of, of not settling to allow these, this season to happen to you, but happening to it and being intentional about that. So it's like I'm going to go out and get aggressive in pursuing that next level um you know i can't think of how many of my friends are are going to you know get unhealth get even less healthy um or you know break all of their habits or you know whatever and blame it on a virus when it's like no you had 2 weeks to literally perfect your craft or you had 4 weeks to literally perfect your craft and get ex like excellent at it like None of us have any excuse to not be physically active every day. It's like, well, the gyms are closed. And what's your point? Like, Gary V, this dude I love to follow on Instagram. Like, his big thing is just like, and he's like, you got laid off, and he's like, you had the worst day of your life, and he's like, what's your point? He's like, there's so many other people out there that have it worse than you that are doing more than you. So like, what's your what's your excuse? He's like, you don't have a gym, and you can't walk well go outside, and you can't do this, and, like, what's your point, point? and I just, I love that, because it's, like, all of us have so many excuses at hand that we could use, and we'd all probably validate each other in our excuses, but at the end of the day, it's, like, if we want to grow, if we want to use, if we want to go to that next level in our lives, we've just been gifted, you know, a minimum of two weeks to live at home, not go anywhere, not get distracted by going out and hanging out with your friends at all times, And being gifted the opportunity to hone in on those those crafts, hone in on those skill sets, or hone in on those disciplines and habits, and become come out on the other end of it, acts absolutely excellent at those things, which I think is so cool.
1: Oh for sure. I think like you said, like the and thing, like it does really push you to like think like and like. I think at a time like this too, like it's easy for us to throw our hands up or like just like be like kind of thrown off by it, but like there's still much worse situations in this world during this virus. Like totally, third world countries that have to go through this. Like for us sitting at home and like, even from a student perspective, like it kind of sucks, but like you still have Instagram and Netflix or whatever, like to even like just coast through, but like yeah. there's people like in third world countries that literally are getting hit by this and it's way worse scenarios. Yeah,
3: absolutely. So Tyler, let, let me hand. transition. Yeah. Let me hand. transition a little bit and ask kind of a question. And one of the things that I was kind of thinking about and I'll, I can kind of share a little bit about this later, but I want to hear from you guys. Um, what is something that you are taking right now to be like a purpose for your life, or something that should be a focus point in your life, like something specifically?
2: Dylan,
1: so like, are you talking in in what aspect?
0: I guess I don't understand. So, I don't understand
2: yeah. the question. Are you talking so, about like when
3: rubber hits the road? Like, what are we doing to actually progress? Like, what actions are so, we taking? okay, so let me let me set this up because I I yeah. went through kind of this this thing recently where I, I had this conversation and we we got into this subject. So there's this um, there's this Japanese word called ikigai, um, and it's supposed to be what drives you to get out of bed in the morning. What is the what is the the purpose for what your day is going to be. And it's kind of this intersection of all of this, of all these different pieces of our life. It's what we love. It's what are we good at. It's what we can be paid for and what the world needs. And so in between that, um, kind of like this Venn diagram overlapping is passion, mission, vocation, and profession and different things that kind of filter in. What, you know, in, in terms of, something that you love or something that you're good at or something that you are doing professionally or even more so something that is really relevant that the world desperately needs right now what is something that you feel like is driving purpose in your life to add value somewhere
2: yeah so i think for me the season is is kind of unique because it's like you know, I, I like the term that you used, overlap, and it's, you know, in, in my, my job, what I focus on all the time in talking to people is a focus on the overlap. I work with people and I help them find jobs. So I talk to them when they're looking for a new job, and I help connect them to that opportunity. And I always talk to them, it's like, focus on the overlap. Okay, here's you and all that you are. Here's the opportunity that you're pursuing. And then there's a middle ground. There's, there's that overlap right in the middle. And I think for me, when I think about this season, um, what I'm looking for is like that perfect opportunity. I'm looking for that bullseye. I'm looking for that, like, this is exactly what I'm, you know, looking for. But at the same time, I'm never going to find that perfect opportunity. You know, I've always wanted to become healthier or become more devoted here or more consistent here. And so, you know, I'm looking for the perfect fitness routine, the perfect daily morning routine. I'm looking for the perfect whatever. I'm never going to find it. But there is going to be some overlap. And so I think for me, what's driving me to get out of bed this morning is an opportunity to close the gap, is an opportunity for me to, to, to align who I want to be and who I am right now and get them closer together. Um, and it's like, especially right now with this whole quarantine thing, I'm used to spending an hour to an hour and 30 minutes a morning just getting to work, just my drive time. So I usually get up at like 5:15 and then I'm at work at like 7:30, 7:45. So I've got 2 hours in the morning now of my life that's given back to me to close the gap. And so when I wake up in the morning, I've got two options. I've got, you know, I can stay in bed or I can like you said Iki, right? I can I can find the drive inside to get out of bed with passion, with purpose, with intentionality and go become that best version of myself. And that best version of myself will literally enhance every other aspect of my life. Professionally, personally, relationally, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, all the leads possible will now get enhanced in my life because I was intentional with that morning or I was intentional with pursuing the better version of myself. And so I think the the long, the short story long is basically that, you know, um, my icky is just the opportunity to be better. And the fact that I have that blessing and that time given to me, you know, for the next X amount of time to do so completely uninterrupted with no excuses, no barriers. Here it is. If you really want it, here's your chance.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think for me, um, I like what you said, being intentional with, you know, the the opportunity you have now. Yeah. The next few weeks for you. Um, and uh, for me, I would call it free. I would say uh, I'm from bed, from work to, and then checking in with students and checking in with friends and um, doing panels. And uh, I say the, the better me, the time that I have, um, and I think that is such a key word. Um, you want to be intentional with the time you have. Uh, for me, is coming out of like creating habits I didn't have before uh, with gymming. Like we just got weights in our garage. So as I say I want to be healthy. I'm actually putting that into place by hitting the gym in my garage because actually able to lift weights because there's nothing else to do right so like how mm-hmm. that habit sticks and I'm being intentional with making sure I'm picking up weights once everything opens back up I'm like oh dude I should probably go to the gym now you know and so um, being intentional with making sure I'm bettering myself every morning getting my job done even though I'm from home so it's action and uh touching some kind of weights every whether I'm whether I'm in there eighteen to 20 to make um, getting my heart rate up every day is, is huge for me in this season
1: yeah for me I guess like um my thing has always been like just the challenge of like something new so like I've always loved like stepping into something new whether it be like career-wise or like spiritually or anything Like just getting that like challenge of like can I learn this thing and can I master it like stepping into my new job like I never really did marketing before like I obviously I'm good with talking to people but like I kind of had to like come into this and learn it really quick and like prove myself and like it's same with like right now. Like I'm doing now all the customer service and fulfillment of our company and like having to learn that and like kind of just perform as fast as I can because it is a fast moving thing. Like we get orders every day or we get customer service every day. So I have to learn all that. But also like still doing my job of like doing marketing and doing all that on the side like but just like getting all that and mastering it like as quick as I can but also like learning it and like the challenge of like learning something new. Same with like this season for the church like obviously everything's online. And like helping as much as I can and learning as much new as I can, like whether it be editing podcasts or video or doing like just brainstorming ideas. And like, just, I like the challenge of thinking of new things and like how can I learn it and how can I master it? And that's kind of like how I've done everything. Like literally I got my job from a Twitter DM that I was like, Hey, I could do this. Like if you put some trust in me and like, I literally went into it not knowing and I learned and mastered it. And now I'm in the position that I am, but like, it all comes from like wanting to be it. like just getting that challenge. And like, believing that I can figure it out, and that's like what really pushes me forward and everything
2: well, yeah, and it's it, it, touching back to like kind of what Talyn said, it's like you know when the gym is open back up, he'll naturally think to himself like, "Oh, maybe I should do that like there's an, an opportunity to go to that next level, but it's you know when you're when your action when your intentions and your actions are aligned well and you truly have intentions that are out best for yourself, you're gonna make. Any op- you're going to take any op- opportunity you can to even slightly pursue it. When you do any traveling internationally, especially the developing nations, you are going to see, see kids playing soccer with not soccer balls. They're gonna, yeah. It's going to be, whether it's uh, a ball of trash, a ball of plastic bags, a, you know, whatever, anything they can get their hands on to sort of kind of maybe resemble what they want and that end goal and that final destination they're going to do. You look at some of the greatest you know soccer players in the world they didn't grow up playing with you know little tiny soccer like actual soccer balls they grew up with makeshift opportunities but they took advantage of it and look where they've come from and so it's like it, it's the same thing when i think of like when Alyssa and i first got married uh a a massive cook she's phenomenal at it and i had the jankiest like kitchen set on the planet yet she was still like throwing together killer meals so our first christmas together I bought her a nice like pots and pan set, which I was thinking like, I'll go to Costco. I'll be good to go. I'll get like a $30 set. She'll be so pumped. Quite the contrary. I went to Williams-Sonoma. I spent way too much money. But when she finally got the opportunity for the upgraded tools or the upgraded opportunity or the upgraded level of production, it was like, oh, she was ready for this moment. She didn't have to like, you know, get a pamphlet or like figure out what everything was. She had already practiced and rehearsed that opportunity in their mind. So by the time the new level or the new tool came available, it was like done. And I think sometimes for us, we wait for the perfect opportunity. We wait for the really nice gym that opens up, that gives us a free year of membership and holds our hand walking into it every day. You know, we wait for uh, our run times to be better before we start running. That doesn't work. You know, we wait for us to be healthier or for us to make more money or for all these perfect circumstances to even engage with it. It's like Tyler just, you know, finished paying off all of the student loans and all debt. And he posted about that on social media. So That's why I'm talking about it. But it's like Tyler didn't wait to be debt free to start living in a debt free mentality and a debt free type of approach to finances. Tyler was like, cool. I've got a ton of debt, student loans and whatnot. I don't want any more. And because I want to live debt free, I'm going to start practicing the habits um, that I want to be about. And so it's going to take a lot of work. But now that Tyler's actually debt free, he's already got the systems and the rhythm in place to go to that next level. Now that this new tool or this new opportunity or new level is available. And it's like I think for, for me, like I wait for the perfect opportunity and the perfect timeline and the perfect everything to go to that next level in my faith. I wait for the worship night. I wait for the really good mm. message. I wait for that moment where the Holy Spirit just hits me and I get the, sh- the goosebumps, right? And that ain't real. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like if I want to go to the next level in my faith, I've got to be faithful and diligent with the season I'm in right now and be leaning into the season I'm in right now. So by the time that next level does become available, I'm ready, I'm prepared, and I'm like hungry for it. And I'm like running after it. So I think from like a spiritual perspective, what are you guys doing right now to like take your faith to the next level and not just like, oh, I'm doing my daily devos every day, but really like leaning into your faith and like making it so that at the end of this quarantine, like I am closer to God than I've been in a fat minute or than ever. And it's because I was intentional and not because I just read my, my devos every morning. And I watched the IGTV with, you know, a leader doing his daily devos. I like leaned into it, I pressed in, I prayed fervently, but like, what are you guys doing to like take your faith to that next level,
3: if anything right now? Or what do you plan on doing? It's funny, I was just, as you were kind of talking and leading into that going to the next level, um, it got me thinking about how often we allow excuses (laughs) to like infiltrate what we're trying to accomplish. So when we were doing Financial Peace University, right before we started Um, that program, I started giving for the first time. I've never really tithed consistently in my life. And I've grown up in the church, but I wasn't raised with this mentality of like, here's what you need to do. My parents like gave and they were very generous, but it wasn't like something that I had ingrained in my head right away. And so, but in my mindset, it was always like, okay, well, someday I'll get to that point where I can be generous. Um, but if you always tell yourself that, well, when I have this much amount of money, then I can start giving, you probably will never hit that point because if you're going to delay the the plateau and it's just going to be these constant, it's like going on a hike and like getting to the top of a switchback and you think you've reached the top and then you realize, oh, there's this next thing that I want to go do now. And it's always going to delay some of those things that you put in, in your life. Or whenever I get sick, I, like I've noticed this recently, every, anytime I get a cold, I'll get a cold and I'll feel terrible. I'll be on my couch and I'll just be like, oh, I feel awful. Oh, I'd love to go work out right now. But I know I can't because I'm sick. And so what I'll tell myself is like, oh, once I'm healthy and like once I'm better, I can start working out again. But I would only yeah, have that mentality percent. of once, when you're sick, like when I'm sick. Um, and so... I think just not allowing the excuses to get in the way. The best part about it is right now, and I shared this on the leader panel the other day, we have no excuse to not dig into devotion, to not be practicing yeah. um, like practical ways to put our like faith into practice because one, we have more time than we've ever wanted probably in our lives or many of us probably don't know what to do with some of our time now. Um, But two, like we, everything has to be so intentional about how we interact with people, or how we, like, we can't just say I'm sharing the gospel because sharing the gospel, like, I I can't do it if I'm just in my apartment all day. Yeah, and I mean, I can, but I can't do it where I can say like, oh yeah, you know, if the if the situation arises, like, I can approach that, which I think is the excuse a lot of us use sometime. We're like, oh, I just want to be a good person, and like. You know, as, you know, if somebody asked me, hey, I want you to tell me about Jesus and tell me about faith and tell me everything that I need to know, that opportunity doesn't present itself very often. And so, but a lot of times it comes from us willing, being willing to have that dialogue. And so right now it's a lot more, we have to be proactive in knowing that we're going to do that. Um, and that's hard because you want to toe that line of, I want to have those conversations on a natural level where... I can speak into those people's lives because I already have that relationship. But um, I think it's just finding that spot of, hey, what is, like, what is, like, again, going back to what I said earlier, how do I want to come out of this? And if I want to come out in a place where I know that my faith is going to be stronger, uh, then I need to put in the work now and set realistic goals that I can meet, which a lot of those goals should be pretty easy to meet. Because, again, we have more time than we know what to do with. So.
2: Yeah, I think for 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 my life too, it's it's the same thing. It's like we literally have no excuse. It, there's there's not a single aspect of my faith that I have any excuse for lacking in, whether it's devos, oh. whether it's a prayer life, whether it's you know engaging, whether it's you know River, um, waving at his, his green screen, <laughs> you know whatever it might Gosh. be, we have no, <laughs> we I have did. no excuse. Like we have no excuse.
1: What do you think, River? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we've <laughs> caught me on guard. Yeah, I think it's a um, work from home live. Well, I'm I'm not working from home though, so yeah. I'm the only one here. But I mean, my my work is still really chill. Like as you said, like I'm playing war. Did you live home, like right? 10
3: minutes from your work? Yeah, not I mean, even. my commute's
1: uh, never been. My commute's like 15 minutes every morning.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, if he like crawls.
1: Uh, no, I mean there's construction on my road. You've seen it. Like it's, I get stopped. You know hey, dude, it's, that's whack. That construction is whack. That construction <laughs> sucks, dude. But yeah, I mean it's the time after the work though, that I have a, a lot of free time right now. Like I literally have nowhere to go. Like I can't be like, yo, Matthew or Tanner, like you want to hang out? Like I can't. I mean I could ask if they want to yeah. play video games, but like it's only like so much of that you can do. So I mean like it, I'm definitely being pushed. And like as I said, like just doing stuff for the church or like yeah getting into my devos more or what podcast can I listen to now that like like there's a new podcast that I'm listening to that's a church one like just stuff like that that I can lean into that like with all this time like what can I do to better myself and that doesn't have to be like in a spiritual way for everyone like you, obviously like that's one thing to lean into but like yeah you can lean into like what I like that Gary Vee was talking about like what side hustle can I lean into now because like I have all this time like maybe you don't start it now but you do all the research and the groundwork now so when you do get back to this point of like we're out of recession, like how are you going to activate that like totally. passion of yours? Um, and I really like that. Like it's good. Like if you have a side hustle, like do all the groundwork now. Like think of your idea and like totally flesh it out and like ask your friends, because you can get on a Zoom call right now and ask all your friends about it and like figure out those things and like, or it's like I suck at doing chores without being asked. Like maybe now like you hunker down and like I'm gonna do the dishes every day when I at this time or like whatever, like. I think there's a lot of things that we could practically do, and like, even for me, like, yeah, like doing devos. Like, I'm now waking up on time, and like, I have nothing else to do, so I can't stay up late. Like, so I'm going to bed on time, and like waking up and doing devos, and just resyncing myself. And I think it's a lot of good time for everyone to resync themselves.
0: Yeah. I think for me, I've I've learned how much I suck at my phone, um, texting people back, calling people, checking in with people unless like I felt like it was super like I can't and, and it sucks it's sad I can't give you a the last time I called my grandfather more times in a row than the last two or three days right so I suck on my phone and I'm realizing that things are becoming more important to me now because of what's happening and that sucks yeah. but yeah. it is a good reminder to know that like hey to Lynn this is this is who you say you are. Jump back into what you say you're going to do. Uh, use your resources. So um, there's pastors going on live every night, whether they're you know telling jokes or being serious or they're giving a good word. Um, there's resources out there, and I say you either pick up your resources and use them, or you're going to come out of this the same way you were when it started. So you're going to use this two weeks for nothing. So for me, I've just been using my resources. I've been like I said jumping into my devos with uh, the group of guys I have. Um, And then um, checking in with my family, praying for my family, making sure my family's good. Um, Checking in with my friends, doing Zoom meetings and podcasts, like make sure that what I am going to do uh, in the season that I'm in right now with this two weeks or however long we have, that when I'm out of it, the same thing is going to happen, if not better, because I'm learning to use my resource right now. Um, and I think that's super huge
1: we've
2: all we've all been in like church services and have or summer camps or conferences or you know good conversations or day, whatever or worship moments in our car or just times by ourselves where we've been like oh I'm gonna like oh like you know you're feeling the presence of God and you're so jazzed and you're so pumped to like make that change. And you're going to stop doing this. You're going to start doing this. You're going to leave that addiction behind. You're going to stop looking at that. You're going to stop saying this, listen it. You're going to stop all these things and you're going to start and you're going to never not read your Bible again. You're going to spend two hours a day in worship. And it's like this moment where you're like everything's going to change right now. And then what happens? literally the next day or within the following week, you're really? right back to where you were. And it's as if that moment, was literally just a moment. It was just a small sliver of time where it's like you can't even tap into that moment if you wanted to. None of those habits have stuck. None of those changes have happened. And that feeling that you felt, that moment that you experienced is all but a thought that you can look back on if you want to. And, yeah. and it's like, how do we go from that to you know, actual permanent implementation and change in our lives? And it's like this, if we're not careful, this whole quarantine thing will be the same. It'll just be a glorified two weeks version of it where it's like for the next two weeks, we're like daily devos and like living up our lives and we're, you know, being active and we're growing in our faith and we're praying every morning and, you know, our commute time to our couch is just so good. And we're just sipping our coffee and making the pour overs. <laughs> like everything's perfect. But then like, oh snap, okay, I'm back to work. Now I gotta get up at 5.30 and I'm not, i gonna be in the office for two hours. And now I got, you know, now I got to like get up and shower, get dressed, do my hair, you know, put actual pants on. Like, you know, I got to do the whole thing. And now it's, now, now it's the real challenge. Like, we think this is hard. Try like implementing any one of these habits into a real schedule with real challenges. You know, I was listening to a podcast today and, and the, the person was just like, yeah, I saw my therapist recently and there, I was telling him how like last time we spoke none of the things that we talked about are relevant anymore because I've got such great perspective now. And I'm like, Oh, that's funny. Give it three weeks. I promise you, you're going to be complaining about the same things all over again. Uh So it's like, how do we close the gap between hyper, um, not, I don't want to say hyper spirituality, but like, you know, kind of the uh, moment um, momentary spirituality or in the moment spirituality. How do we close the gap between those moments and actual like, spiritual reality right like like spiritual like true living that out in our real lives like how do how do we close the gap like how do we how do we bring those two things in, into alignment to where the moment that we have with God or the season that we have right now for the next two three four six eight weeks of ability and time to press into our faith how do we take those habits or take those moments and bring them into our real life post-virus post-apocalypse you know, post quarantine life into back to the full swing, back to hanging out with people, back to living our normal lives. Like, how do how do you, how do you guys plan on on closing that gap?
4: I think that we need. I, I think we have to take the focus off of sensationalizing the outcome and more so, what does the process of actually digging into that look like? So, That's good, yeah, when I think about my current workout goal. And what I want, when Taylor and I at three o'clock, because we've been doing it at three o'clock every day, when we when we turn on our TV and I turn on and I see Sean t standing right there, just absolutely ripped, I think, gosh, wow, how cool it would be when I look like that someday. And what I've realized is that if I constantly just set my mindset on the, hey, this is what I like want to be, it it almost discourages me in the moment for saying like a daily routine that is not it's not driven just towards this outcome but it's being in this routine that's going to establish a lifestyle and not just a uh, an image or an outcome that I see in my head but a the the, the principles that I want to dig. In. Into that my life on We're going to our finance class like we told ourselves that like hey I remember thinking like how cool would it be like if I just won the lottery and I could pay off my student loans and we could buy this nice house and all this stuff but if you do that like yeah you get the outcome but you did it without doing the work and so hey, you rob yourself in the work. process exactly and so yeah. if, if we're going to dig into our faith and say hey look when I hopefully in a month from now, or a couple of months from now, I'm able to leave my apartment again and kind of enter a normal lifestyle. Um, What, it's not so much about envisioning, oh, me when I leave that place is gonna be so much more spiritual and I can be really excited about that. It's me being excited about, hey, I've got, these all of these different verses and all of these different daily thoughts that I can build up. And it's not just, oh, I can say I read the whole Bible in, over this time, or, oh, I can say I read all of these books, but it's saying that, like, look at all of this knowledge that I gained along the way and, and making that yeah. the focus of what's going to make me. Yeah, that's
3: me a
0: great a point. So. 100%. Aside from, like, your trust in, in God and, and making him, like, the forefront of it all, I'd say it starts with you um, and having the focus and consistency of what you want. Uh, and once you build that, uh, especially in this time off, like we, and we're going to talk about that multiple times, even after this podcast drops, that you will probably hear it 15 more times. how much time we have um, starts with you. It starts with the time you have and it starts consistent with what you want. So you got to figure out it is whether that you, sit down and you write out a plan on what for the next two weeks it's going to work for you and then how are you going to be consistent with that from here on out so it's like a hey this is what i want for the next yeah. weeks it's like this is what i want my life here on out and this is how i'm going to implement it the next two weeks and then build a habit into that so for me you know talking with ed holmes who is the greatest fitness guy in my life right now trying to figure out like how to build a plan like a plan and the circumstances i'm in like hey dude what do i need to do and he's he posts these garage workouts and i'm like dude i gave him my garage and workout too like i'm gonna be consistent in that and i i make excuses over and over and over again like once i make more money i can afford to pay for crossfit because mm-hmm. crossfit is mm-hmm. stupid expensive once i um Lose a little bit of weight. I'll finally get back in the gym because my body can't handle that. It's like, what? Like, what, what excuses are you making right now, dude? Like, get there yeah. and figure it out. Be consistent. So what I'm doing right now is being consistent with making sure I touch weights a sweatshirt. And I'm being consistent in that because I to make that when I'm out of this, I'm building a plan that is going to continue to work. It's a habit that's going to continue to work. And when I get stuck, I remember, yeah, the consistency. I started. This is the plan I wrote down. We've got to stick to this one. So it starts. It starts with. It starts with the plan you have and the consistency to have the habit of being better in the season. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think. A, yeah.
1: Oh, sorry. Oh, well yeah, I was just gonna say like I think what Talin hit on too is like he's asking Ed or like asking someone in front of him, and same with like Tyler and his wife. Like they went to Dave Ramsey's course and like. I think finding someone ahead of you is also a big thing in keeping consistency. So true. 100%. And, like, and finding someone who like can help you instill that plan because like yeah, like as Cameron said, you can get that moment when you're worship you're like I'm going to change XYZ 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 but like then when you get to feel like it's too much. Like it's just like you you put all these things together and you're like I'm going to change what I say, I'm going to change what I watch, I'm going to change like I'm going to do devos, I'm going to do this, 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 but then when you don't have that plan or you don't know what that looks like it gets really challenging and you kind of fall back into that but if you go to someone like yeah you go to Cameron, Tyler, Talyn or me or Taylor anyone else and like ask like what can I do but then also having them like hold you can like consistent to it like I know Talyn talks to Ed a lot about fitness and Ed also probably reaches out and is like hey how are you doing because he cares and like actually wants him to like be consistent in it and I yeah. think Ed also shared like a great one where like he even went to writing a $500 check to his ex if he didn't complete one of his goals so like there's different ways, but like I think like doing it by yourself is like the worst way because that's when you can let those excuses like really sink in, and you're like, well, once I have more time since school's back i I'll, I'll do devos. like once the summer hits, but then the summer hits, and you're busy. but if you're like, well, I'm gonna get to Lynn and ask him like how do you do it, and then also stay consistent with to Lynn. it gets a lot easier because then you' having that accountability mm
0: mm-hmm.
2: well what, I, what comes to mind for me is like if you've ever seen there's that video of that kid that got in trouble by his aunt and he's um he's like or his mom or whatever and he's like linda, linda 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 listen listen linda listen he's like that <laughs> little kid that had like stolen something or whatever he's like linda, linda 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 listen listen and i just think of too like when when i was a kid and i used to get like a swat get a swat or whatever i'd be like wait hold up wait no like let me stop and explain something like we're like afraid <laughs> of the pending doom and so we'll do anything to like get our hand back and like stop the process it's like yo the pain's inevitable
0: double sweats, inevitable. Double sweats.
2: yeah Or like put your hands out like uh, it's just like in life we've got these areas of our lives that we want to grow in but we're afraid of the pain or we're nervous of the punishment so to speak and we'll do anything to talk our way out of it or to sound like we're just in process of like getting things together it's just like Oh, it's like do you ever talk to that person that like hasn't had a job in like a year, or they're just kind of they're just bumming through life right now, and they're like, "What have you been up to?" It's like, oh, you know, I've got like this thing I'm working on, and I'm just kind of, you know, I'm doing this, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm waiting for that one thing to come together, and you know, I'm waiting for this person to leave so then I can, or I'm waiting for this, you know, and it's always somebody else's fault. Their their progress, their lack of initiative for something is or their lack of beginning the process is always on something else and it's like I think sometimes we psych ourselves out we're like oh well you know I what I need to do is I need to find like the right bible plan or I need to find like those like six seven good like banger worship songs that I can just like soak in the lord for like with for like an hour first then I can do the right people then I can and we try and like perfect the process before we even start it And it's like, sometimes I think all what we need is just like, I'm just going to like open my Bible. I'm going to flip to a page. I'm just going to like read that. Like I'm going to read a page or I'm going to put on, you know, spirit 105.3 as God awful as it is. And I'm just going to listen to two songs. And it's like, just anything, just do something. It's like when I started running again, it was like uh, almost a year ago to the day. And I like, I was thinking like, ah, I do not want to do this. I got to the end of my block, I which is literally less than a tenth of a mile. I turn around and I walked home. And then I was about to walk in the door and I was just like, if I ever want to grow, if I ever want to be healthy, if I ever want any form of progress, I just got to go for it. So I think the big thing for a lot of us, whether it's, you know, us professionally or spiritually or whatever, any aspect of these areas of our life that we want to grow in, it's like, if we want to grow, we just got to just just go for it. Just step through, take the first step. It's going to be embarrassing. It's like, look back on any content creators first post. It was horrible. Look back on Cody co's first like cringe video or like, you know, whatever video they're horrible, but it's like, as they progress, as they go to that next level, it's like, then watch it go. Like think about Tyler or river's first marketing, you know, um, Uh, like campaigns that they were a part of. It's just like, think of those, your contributions and how probably horrible they were. But now think about where you are today or think of Selen's first sales call. Oh, I imagine what that was like, bro, for your sake. Think of my first sales call or my first recruiting conversation, like, ah. But at the same time, it's like, look how far you've come in those departments. And it's the same thing for everything. So I want to kind of wrap it up. Does anybody have just kind of a closing thought on, utilizing, maybe everybody just gives like two sentences of whether it's encouragement or thought or whatever to kind of end how you guys would encourage students to go to that next level in any aspect of their life over the next two, three weeks.
3: Cam, you want to start?
0: Yeah, I'll
2: start. Yeah, for, I say, (laughs) I would say for me, like the, then the, if I could say one sentence, is trust the process and just get started. That's it. Like just trust the process and get started. Start somewhere. That's like five sentences technically, but you get the point.
1: I I agree with that too. Like just trust the process, but also like I think in a lot of people's minds, like it's really easy to think about the no or the failure that's like coming up, and I think it just embraced yeah. it. Like I, I forgot who said it recently, but someone said "fail forward," and I really like like wanted, like did take away the no. Like, I was at the DM, but I've done that before with, like a ton of things. When I want you to i just email an arm and use it, and something to know. But when it ends up in a yes, you like take that aspect of like, I'm going to kind of just go for the things that you want. You take that, like, like, what's the worst that could happen? You get no. But that's not even a big deal. Just not worrying about, like, what the possibility could be, but, like, just doing it, as Cameron said. Yeah.
0: Get a plan. Write it down. Trust the process. Go for it. I agree with all that. Like, it's it's so huge for you to just jump in to what you want to do. Fail forward. Go for it. I agree with everybody. It's, it just makes so much sense. Just do it. Just, 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 just do, it. do it. Just do, do it. Just do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> oh, just do don't it. let today be today. Um, I'm either
1: gonna be my... Shia
2: Buff from Honey Boy or Tiger King for Halloween this year. For
1: Dude, no, you gotta be Shia Buff from. Okay, Peter. let him
0: close out. We'll talk about
3: that. All right. Um, my one of my all-time quotes is by Henry Ford, and it's when you think you, or you think you can't. You're right." Um, and I think a lot of it just starts with the mentality of like if i'm if I want to put in the work and if I want to see myself get to this point in my faith or in my career or in my or in my fitness or in my finances or in my relationship with my parents or with my relationship with my wife with relationship with girls with um any friendship uh, if i have if I go in with the mindset of Here's what I want to accomplish in it. Then I, and then put out a plan. I have a good chance of hitting that. But if I go in with the mindset of, I don't know if I, I don't think I can do this. You're probably right. And yeah. it works with that mentality. So good. Cool guys. Well, um, thank you for
2: joining us tonight on this uh, COVID cast. Um, I appreciate it. We're, we're do it. Yeah. Is that a good, that's a decent name, right? COVID cast. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Covecast. The Covecast. That works. Covecast. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> old. Mustache here, guys. Mustache guys. Oh. Yeah. do What's your neighborhood called? Isn't it
0: just called Bridge? No, it's 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 literally called Gunshot Ridge. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it's not. That, that is not your name.
2: name. Alrighty, y'all. Have a good night. Alright. If Guns the, on the river. If, don't get Corona.